0: Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns.
2: Hi, and welcome once again to History Dweebs. I am Tim. The topic of our podcast this afternoon is the Chicago Rippers, or also known as the Ripper Crew, Uh, a group of uh, four men who formed a satanic cult in Chicago in the early 1980s and uh, end up uh, abducting, raping, torturing, mutilating and murdering uh, 18 women in in Illinois in 1981 and 1982. Uh, but before we talk about their dastardly deeds, let's let me introduce our panel. I'm joined to my left as by with, by the lovely and talented uh The mistress of mean, the empress of evil, and Satan's dirty little secret, Brandy. How are you today, Brandy? I'm all right, Timmy. How are you? I am fine. you breaking news. Your um, son's school is on lockdown? It's evacuated. It's evacuated. It's evacuated. So they They had a... called the day. They called it for
1: the day. They had a threat. Third day in a row. Third day in a row, whether... And then they evacuated him to the junior high, and then the junior high got a threat. Oh, man. So they... He is gone, but I can't find my mother.
2: Have you? But I, no, there's no, I mean, there's no, there
1: was no actual event. That I don't know. have. There was, I mean, nothing that's blown up or anything, but they've not said that anything was false or whatever, so. Have you checked sure. your son's call history
2: on his cell God, phone? No kidding, I know. <laughs> I have asked. Okay. I have asked. Yeah, baby. I mean, you don't fool around, you know. But back in the day, you, you know, we could. When I was a kid, you could set the, you know, you had the, uh, the fire alarm, yeah, yeah. yeah, and you, you went out of class. But man, they don't play with that. No, uh, they do not play. And I see all these people that you know went to my
1: high school, and I guess they went there before whatever I did, and you know, oh, we had bomb threats every other day, and we didn't have to evacuate, and blah blah blah. And I'm thinking, I never had a bomb threat. A kid set off a cherry bomb in his locker outside my classroom. We didn't evacuate. Yeah. It was Marco Cardona. We continued on in Buckeye's class. I that's mean, just it was, Marco. Marco. It was. Like I that. mean, he blew. He accidentally blew up his own locker. So mm-hmm. I mean, it happens. It happens. And we didn't evacuate, but you know, yeah, now you well, can't yeah, well, be too careful, right?
2: And, because there's, it I mean, it's a different
1: world. I'm, you know, I'm glad my son's safe, and my mother's probably just not picking up the phone just because she's spiteful and mean. Well, yeah, you, you know what happens, and, and
3: I'm not saying your mom's an old person, but as 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 we get. I'm not saying I'm an old person. But you are. But I've just reached a point in life, I don't give a fuck if my phone's charging or not.
2: Yeah, you I, mean, know, I really like, don't care. Yeah, my mother has a flip phone. You, you yeah, she I don't care phone. if it's charged. You, you know, you do. That's one advantage of getting older. Is like, you know, you're short. You become short time. And, <laughs> and you know, people are worried about the election. I'm like, half what, what the hell? You know, I'm 55 this week. You know what I mean? It's I'm not going to live forever. You're so, 55. You're 55 next week, aren't you? Yeah, well, Monday. Yeah. 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 You are really old. Hmm. But I'm eligible for retirement beginning Monday. Look at you. Yes. Very exciting. I would also like to introduce the very distinguished and honorable. Who already spoke. Who already spoke. He he has a tendency to speak before he's spoken to. Yeah. But uh, that's okay because we love him anyway. He's a very honorable and distinguished man about town. Wow. Colonel Charles Beauregard Hawkwaters Waters III affectionately known as the Southern Gentleman. How are you today Colonel? Um, today's a good day Timmy. Today's a good day. Well tell me why.
3: I, you know I got well you know Give I'm, me something to believe in. I'm a little, I'm a little stressed got out. i
2: sunshine on his shoulder. I'm a little, <laughs> I'm a little st- did you like the poison reference I did, there? I, yeah, yeah, I, got it. You, I got You got it. the John Denver um, See, reference? I did.
3: All right. Well um, you know I'm, I'm used to my life I'm used to traveling through the badlands and one of them. Yeah, like
2: the Thunderdome. You're a renegade. Mm-hmm. That's what you want. Uh, Thunderdome is pretty much your life story. It is. Yeah.
1: So my... Uh, my Beyond Thunderdome. My but kids you know, like, are graduating. But his life has so much more death than Thunderdome. Than
3: <laughs> it, death. Does, it, really it does. It More <laughs> gruesome death, too. Right. But my sons, my sons are getting ready to graduate from college, and uh, I as I bragged on our page, my son was highlighted as one of his... The success stories of the graduates that were coming out.
2: Yes, congratulations, uh, Tanner. That was that was uh, really nice.
3: Um, my my youngest son, uh, well, now his twin brother uh, is you know he's Taylor. He, and that's his name. He's a social problem waiting to happen. But you know I'm proud of him too. He, he graduated. What's the what's the cum or the summa or whatever? What's well, the high, There's what
1: magna? Suma.
3: Is is Magna the highest? I think Magna's pretty much up there, yeah. They're both they whatever the highest you can graduate. Both of them had one B through college. Well, both of them
1: got your wife's brains. But and Tanner her looks. You didn't bring a lot to that table. I think I mentioned well, it before. Now I I wanna there's this thing called the list.
3: Have you ever heard of it? Are we doing this now?
1: Yeah, and, and, and Tanner
3: puts This is why it, it's a it's on the internet and this, this guy is why our podcast is posted on our a list. Yeah. And he's uh, got a long time before you got the lead. Don't, don't get tense now. We need now. to
1: talk about your menstrual issues. Um,
3: Timmy. So anyway, Tanner gets published. It's one of the guys from uh, from uh, you have Parks to tell and me Recreation. One, otherwise,
1: I just don't care.
3: Um, who's he was on The Office? No, the guy on The Office. I'm sorry. Okay, Ryan on difference. The Office. Okay. He published. He started putting out a list, like top best restaurants in New York. Then people started putting in their own list, and it's become this comical thing. And Tanner has gotten published on that quite a bit. And one that got published is his list of traits, my father, traits of my father I will likely develop. And he said, well, number one, a gradual breakdown of social awareness and finesse including an impressive obliviousness to body language. Hmm. And he lists a few other things. And then the other thing he put in here, my own podcast with a surprisingly sizable niche audience. My father's on the history dweebs. He takes on the persona of a Southern gentleman called the Colonel. And last but not least, he wrote a gorgeous, incredibly talented, and kind gay son. Oh, yeah. which he would only, you know, he, he would deserve... Tanner deserves to have a son like him to see what it's like. Tanner thinks he was a walking apart.
2: You know, it's kind you of know. sad that he mentions your traits and he ends up mentioning this podcast as one of your great accomplishments. Well, and here's the other thing. The... He, he one of the yeah, traits he says he's makes develop, go to out to San Francisco and jump off a bridge.
3: <laughs> yeah, right. he said he's going to develop uh, his own personal branding by coming up with his own nickname. Oh, like, <laughs> so, you. like you, like like me. So he
2: uh, is he going to talk about himself in the third person as well? Oh God,
3: he does talk about. It. He, actually, he he may be running for Republican president because he calls himself the Tanner. Oh,
2: does he? <laughs> yeah, uh-huh. the right. Tanner doesn't like the Tanner wants Taco Bell. <laughs> <laughs> uh, congratulations Tanner that was a that was a really cool article
3: and Logan just got and we got Logan's letter of acceptance into the college he he wanted to go to UC
2: mm-hmm.
3: but he wanted to go into different colleges different programs and one that he wanted to go into you had to submit information in a portfolio and whatnot and he just got his acceptance letter oh, so
2: so he's going to UC he is going to UC. Congratulations, Logan. And
3: so we're, we're very automata. happy with the boys. These are going to be, you know, cost me as far as parties go, but. Yeah,
2: it's
3: worth it. Hopefully, sons of bitches get jobs, and I quit paying for the cell phones
2: and the groceries and food and clothing. Man, and, uh, what are fathers for? We got any shout-outs, uh, Colonel? I got one shout-out today. Mm-hmm. I got one shout-out.
3: It's, it is a happy birthday shout-out. I have not I'm not so indelicate as to ask the woman's age mm. um, I'm going from her pictures on her pu- She's on 25 her like me. she can't be 25 because her beautiful daughter Alexandria is 16 about to be 17. My guess is Lady Beverly was a young mother she 25. from her pictures I'm guessing she's 32
2: yes she's very um, she's very young she looks very young.
3: So, Lady Beverly, happy birthday to you. We hope you had a wonderful one. It was yesterday. Um, and, of course, the incomparable and lovely, as always, Dottie. And Dottie will like this because lots of people get cut cut up and chopped up and mutilated. It's gruesome. This, right. They're right up your alley, Dottie.
2: Yeah, and I want to so. especially say happy Mother's Day to my mom.
3: Happy Mother's Day, Dottie. Happy Mother's because Mother's Day, Dottie. You should really have me as a son instead of this ungrateful bastard who's trying to, I'm grateful, trying to kill you all the time.
2: I'm sure she would agree, but happy Mother's Day, Mom. Also, sh- quick shout-outs to Lisa, Rebecca, Kat, Elise, Tasha, Brittany, Chrissy, and all of our listeners on um, the History to Read podcast page. Now people follow us and all of our listeners. Mike, In- Michael, uh, on Chip, Chip. And uh, Alicia, we have we have uh, we have more listeners than we can possibly name who participate in that page, and we really appreciate it. But um, thank you all for listening.
3: I have a question for you, Timmy. Mm-hmm. Did your mother know she's a celebrity?
2: Well, you know, she's been wearing dark sunglasses when she because out. Does she have paparazzi problems? She in does. Well, yeah. here's what happens: anymore.
3: is that I will post something, and you know, a lot of the people, a lot of times, they'll respond to my posts, and I'll get a lot of comments and a lot uh-huh. of whatever. But then your mom, your mother, Timmy, she, well, she, she doesn't will post, post a lot, but she'll post on, she'll comment on one of my posts, mm-hmm. and my wife will tell me. Oh, Dottie commented on your post. I mean, there could be Barack Obama, Michelle Obama. They could they could comment on my post, but Renee will see Dottie and say, "Oh, Dottie commented on your post."
2: You yeah, know, she's a, on Facebook. She's a lady. of few words, not she, in real life, but on, just on Facebook.
3: <laughs> well, I, I, I get a kick out of although it concerns me because, my, well, she is my language on here. I apologize.
2: Ah, she used to, She, You know, she listens to Howard Stern. so Oh, okay. She, she's okay with the language. Okay, so uh, let's jump into... Uh, I I'm could so- have shout-outs. Oh, I'm sorry, Brandy. You have shout-outs? I'm sorry. That was rude of me. No, but I could. I could shout-out to Casey. Happy Mother's Day, Casey.
1: Happy Mother's Day, Casey. And Ka- Casey, 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 Casey got brings a up a good point. He does. Actually, another listener brought up this point, okay. too. You're kind of being bitchy. The last That's several everybody. podcasts, I've gotten complaints about your complaints. I've gotten complaints really? do about, you,
2: about your bitchy nature. Do, do you do you have a complaint box where people send their? Send <laughs> they call me. They call <laughs> you and complain. It, I, they also text me. <laughs> so I've I, gotten complaints. I just am saying hmm. that maybe I'm just keeping the listeners in mind when we 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 tend to our podcasts are longer than any podcast out there. The last one we th- you said was oh this will be a short this is a short one. Have our listeners complained? Was that an hour and thirty three minutes that no. they're too long? No, but you know, has
3: any woman ever complained it's too long? Here's
2: the problem is yeah. that we 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 have a limit i mean I, the one thing that you guys don't see that i do i know you don't you, i mean i do a lot of things behind the scenes that you're not aware of. one of the things that i do here we go no 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 this is not a complaint is that one of the things i do is i i have to, we have limited storage on our on our host site so if we take a podcast an hour and 45 minutes, that means there's, there's fewer podcasts we can do each month because we have limited data. So I'm just trying to, you know, focus on our stories and move us along. And it, you know, we have time for the, you know, they love, people love your stories, Colonel. And they love, you know, when you go down a rabbit hole, they love all that. I'm just, I'm just trying to keep us moving. That's all. That's my role as moderator is to keep us.
3: So you're basically on. the Hitler of the podcast. Yeah, kind of,
2: hmm. kind of. The,
3: the trains are running stalling. on time, but yeah, Mussolini, yeah, people are getting podcasts. crushed. Yes. As along with our hopes and dreams and aspirations. Yeah,
2: you have plenty of time to tell your stories. I usually encourage your stories, but I'm not going to interrupt. I, the one thing I noticed about our last podcast. Is that I didn't interrupt Brandy quite as much as I normally as you should, and I'm going to c- continue that because I think it was a lot better. It was a lot better podcast. So we're going to try to. I'm going to try not to talk over the two of you, uh, but I will move you along if we get, get down a rabbit hole.
3: What makes you think we need moving along? We're not. Are we children to you? Well, no. But the, the, the
2: thing is, like I said, we have limited. Uh, See how he tries storage. to
3: justify his behavior. I
2: yeah. know. All right. Let's talk about the. Chicago Rippers, shall we? Um, So, uh, Colonel, I'm going to congratulate you because you recommended this topic. We voted on it, but you recommended it. And it's really a cool topic. I had not heard of these folks before. Well,
3: that's what surprised me. They killed 18 people, and these bastards flew under the radars for a serial killer's
2: kill. And it it wasn't that long
3: ago. It was in the 80s. Yeah, I mean, 18 people's an impressive number. It is.
2: It meets the Dottie Scott scale. Yeah, it meets her standard. Um, so, anyway, the Chicago Rippers were also known as the Ripper Crew. Now, it, they were four people in this group, and the oldest and kind of the leader was a guy named Robin Geck. And I, I may mispronounce these name, so forgive me. Uh, he was 30 years old. He was married. He had two kids, and all these guys lived in the Chicago area and they knew each other. The other, he had three associates that were involved in these dastardly deeds. One by the oldest was a guy named uh, Edward Spritzer. He was 21 at the time, so there was you know his age gap. And then two brothers who were in their late teens, Andrew and Thomas Coca Is that right, Colonel?
3: I'm sorry. Coco. It's a, yeah, it's a they were Greek. It's Coco Rallius. Coco Rallius. Chanel.
2: Okay. Yeah, Coco Rallius. We are going to we're call gonna them? call them the Coco the Coke brothers. The Coke brothers. <laughs> okay. <laughs> um so anyway, they were in their late teens. Now the thing that these four guys had in common, they all knew each other, they lived in Chicago, and they both had this. This was back in the early eighties where there was this, you know, uh I guess trend of people getting into uh satanic uh rituals and that sort of thing. Uh and these guys all had an interest in the occult and um devil devil worshipping. So, you know, Brandy that was you know, probably the
3: How did you not run
2: into it? I guess yeah, you, this it was, was before this the eighties I was a baby. Yeah. yeah. This is before this, you uh This before you
3: had big hair yeah, and this, were cutting out sheep's hearts. Yeah.
2: So these four guys are real though and they they, they uh The oldest guy, Robin, he was married. He had two kids, but he hung out with these other three guys, and um, they would um, they would have these little satanic rituals in his apartment when his wife was not around. Uh, He would read from the uh, you know from the Satan's uh, Satan's handbook, yeah, his Bible, I guess, his satanic Bible, I guess. I'm not that adv- uh, I'm not that well versed in uh, sat- satanic um, rituals like uh, you are brandy but you can pro- this is where your expertise will come in What the hell <laughs> So in the early <laughs> 1980s uh, this group of four men committed a dozen murders including rape torture mutilation and cannibalism so we have it all in this right. podcast um they would um, the four of them would get together when um, in the evening at Geck's house when his wife would go to work. Uh, and I said he was married with two children. He actually had three children. And they would go to the attic. And and Geck had referred to his attic as a satanic chapel. So by dar- I wonder if he got a tax break. I, I doubt it. I, I doubt it. But I wonder if they had a tie. You think they had a tie? Oh, tithes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yes,
1: I probably think they did have
2: I think design. Satan demands more than 10%. He gets probably. 15. I would if I was Satan. Mm-hmm. Well, you think God would come out a little, you know, you would be better than 10%. Well, God's a reasonable person. Yeah. God's a reasonable
0: omnipotent he's a reasonable entity. Guy.
2: Mm-hmm. But Satan, he's he just hard-headed. So they go up in this attic. It was a dark room, and they lit it by candlelight. There was an altar draped with a red cloth, of course, red and black crosses painted on the wall. So they were, you know, really playing this whole satanic thing up. Uh, it was in these four walls that the majority of their victims were murdered, and, and, and this ritual a, a satanic slaying uh, and, and medieval-type torture. Um, Gek, who was 30, had always been interested in Satanism. Even as a child, he developed an interest in the Satanic Bible and uh, a devil worshiping. So he started young, like you, Brandy. Wow. Um, the interesting thing about Gek is that uh, the Colonel will talk about later on. He had a relationship with John Wayne Gacy, uh, which is kind of weird and creepy. I have a
3: question, real quick question, just because uh, we're going through all this stuff. When and and I know people have you know born again experiences and all that and. You know, if you could just stop playing the Candy Crush. I'm listening. Yeah. Okay. You don't worry about um, what I'm doing. When did you find Satan? When I went Roughly and visited your mother.
2: Ooh. Not, Ooh. God rest her soul. God, for God rest her soul. And happy Mother's Day to ha- all the mothers who are Happy
3: Mother's Day to all of you women
2: She's dead. out there. His fine, mother's dead, though. I, it yeah. ain't Mother's Day in my house. My mama passed away. But uh. we, you can celebrate her life, and we celebrate all the mothers who are listening. Um, so anyway, um, they would get Your together, Mother Trebek. <laughs> <laughs> they would get together, read the Satanic uh, uh, Bible. That was um, hurtful. And Gek would recite <laughs> uh, recite the, uh, recite from the Bible during the during you know. It's while, just a handbook. I don't know if you could call it a Bible. Well, no, it's whatever. a Bible. It's leather bound. He would cite from it. I mean, he would recite from it during during the time these ladies would be their victims were being tortured and. Apparently, it has nine sacraments. Again, I don't know anything mm-hmm. about the Bible, the Devil's Bible. So, forgive me for not being evil. Oddly enough, the seventh oh. one is uh, the, it, the, Are you se- kidding me? the seventh. The seventh sacrament in a Satanic Bible is that man is just another animal. Mm-hmm. Contrary to popular belief, um, it, the Ripper Crew, as they become known. Uh, it was thought that they just targeted prostitutes, but they they actually targeted uh, any you know any mostly women all all women. And one of the victims that we'll talk about later on was a, a baseball player's wife, uh, Mill Pappas' wife, uh, who pitched for the Cubs and used to pitch for the Colonels or the Reds. Colonel. Mm-hmm. Um, um, so they did not just uh, target prostitutes, but anyway, but they most of the women they. Uh, focused on were you know vulnerable um, time of day and location of the abductions did not seem to matter uh, they would abduct women in broad daylight bring them to the, um, the uh, altar there uh, at the house and then they would rape them, they would mutilate them and the one thing that they did almost with every victim is to cut off their breast there were breast men that's what I said. Hmm. Yeah, they better were, were breastmen. Boo- the bigger, the better. Brandy yeah. would be in big trouble.
3: Oh, yeah. they'd have a day with you, girl. You
2: would have a target <laughs> on your back. Wow, <laughs> they'd take more than piano wire. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, wow. <laughs> uh, for the most part, the victims' breasts, breasts either had the their victims' breasts either had their nipples bitten off, hmm. or it, they entirely removed. Um, police now kept this information out of the public because they they wanted it to be used, you know, used inter- interrogations to to be able to, you know, keep, they, you know, how they keep some information back. So, so Andrew Cucaralis, the Coke brothers, he later revealed to the police that the crew used piano wires, as you were mentioning, Charles, to remove the breasts from the women. Well, if he's going to use it. To remove a breast, you have a, you have a <clears> method
1: <throat> for
4: this. Yeah, you, well, you have you
2: experience use, removing breasts.
3: Well, if you're going to use a scalpel mm-hmm. um, or you know chainsaw, whatever, you use a, because you got to. We'll get into what they do with them, but you don't want to lose the good meat.
2: The good meat. The good meat. The good meat. Okay, you're starting to scare me. Oh, <laughs> well, read uh, on, and uh, we will see. <laughs> So anyway, they said that they would use uh, piano wire to remove the breast, and that Gek would um, save uh, the severed flesh in a trophy box. Oh, yeah, like a little trophy case. Oh,
1: that's nice, yeah. a window
2: box. He was a trophy child. Yeah. Uh, and he, at one point, had up to 15 pieces. I don't know if it's mm-hmm. 15 breasts or, like, seven breasts cut in half. I mean, Well, no, you,
3: you got to count nipples now. They don't take up a lot. Oh, list. you only count Depending nipples. Depending on the person, they weren't.
2: Well, he only has fifteen. So apparently, uh, maybe somebody had a mastectomy. <laughs> oh, maybe <laughs> because there were there were eight women, I guess, involved in that and this fifteen pieces.
3: No, there's. Maybe they read, read on and them. you'll find out what happened to the other breasts.
2: I read this story. All right. Anyway, he started. Yeah. He stated that he, all
1: he wrote it. Gag <laughs> uh,
2: once stated that all the men in his family, dating back to his great grandfather who went back in uh, you know the Revolutionary War, had an obsession with women's breasts. Well, join the rest of the fucking Yeah, I was going to say, that's That's odd.
3: Life. Yeah, that's a peculiarity. Yeah. Mm. Anyway, how about you, Colonel? You're a breast man, aren't you? Have you seen Renee? <laughs> now, you can say what you want about the woman, but the woman... She's a lovely woman. People ask me, Timmy, why'd you get who married so young? Mm-hmm. I said, because she was, a, uh, she was the prettiest woman I'd ever seen, and she had a... Set a perfect 36 seats.
2: Okay, now the whole world knows that, or at least our 10,000 listeners. <laughs> oh. Sorry, Renee. Okay, so Renee don't listen. Oh, so. no, she's all right. Uh, anyway, it's been said, those who uh, partake... Tanner does. I'm sorry about that, Tanner. And, and sorry, Tanner. Talking about your mom like that. Um, anyway, they believe that partaking in these uh, killings... Yeah, you know, through his rituals, it would give them supernatural powers. So they were a pretty stupid bunch, actually. Um, now, whether or not Geck shared this belief, um, we don't know, but his accomplices did. Remember that he was thirty, and they were in their late teens, uh, except for Edward, who was twenty-one. So they were still young. Um, they had a, they had this belief that Geck had, uh, in fact, had supernatural powers, or you know, they testified to that. That he was, uh, he used that control, he used that to control them, both mentally and physically. The men believed that Gek had the power to draw people to him. So he, had, he was like this, to them, him, it was like this um, Charlie Manson type of figure to them. Um, and that he, he, he pretended to go in and out of trances and put spells on people. So he's, you know, and they're buying this bullshit, right? And he c- claimed that he could do it to them uh, if he desired, so they better do what he wanted and do what he said, and that included murder and cannibalism. They claimed that they had no choice but to follow his lead, believing well, if they didn't, that they too would be fall victim in his sadistic ways. Um, and like I said, there's been... There has been this uh, argument that, you know, they were following him like, I'm a, cult, like a cult leader, much like Charlie Manson. Uh, but, uh, anyway, as if rape, torture, mutilation, and murder were not enough to, you know, enough for them, um, they had to eat their victim's flesh for yes. a week. Um So... He, you know, he was all in. You didn't go half ass with this guy. No, mm-hmm. you, you had to go all in. Um, Spre- Spreitzer and uh, the Koch brothers, koch uh, Kogarlius brothers, or whatever, however we pronounce their name, testified that the women that they mutilated and murdered, their breasts were uh, taken, often taken to Gek's residence. Uh, if, the cli- if, the cr- if they didn't kill the person at his house, they would uh, mutilate the women, cut off the breast, and bring them to Geck. Uh, and they would go to his attic where they would kneel beside the red-draped altar and listen to Gek read passages from the Satanic Bible. That sounds like a good time. Well, it beats Netflix and children. Yeah, I guess. I guess. Uh, during this time, each of the crew mem- members would masturbate into the severed breast. There you go. Yeah. No, mm-hmm. It's a tradition, you know? Well, it's gross. Yeah, so well. So there's that. Yeah, Uh, So, um, And and, and, and they'll get into it where they actually would, uh, after they cut off the woman's breast. Yeah, you're getting into my part. Oh, I'm sorry. Okay, they did other gross things. But uh, following this, um, Gek would cut up the breast after they had masturbated into the breast. You got to marinate it. Yeah, he would cut it up in small pieces and hand each one of them to uh, each member of the crew. And then they would proceed to eat the flesh after it had been cut off and masturbated upon as a, sac- a sacred religious sacrament now Timmy when you when you're cooking up a breast do you ma- do you marinate your breasts? you know what I have never cooked breast just chicken breast but uh, that's not true I've never even cooked chicken I was breast gonna that. say no. Yeah. Uh, But, uh, anyway... (laughs) The closest you've come is chicken tenders. Chicken tenders, yeah. I like chicken tenders, a good chicken tender. But, anyway, um, Brandy, why don't you tell us about what happens next to their their dastardly deeds? Give us more details. Well, on uh, June 1st of 1981, uh, it was
1: raining when three detectives went to check on a call about... um, a corpse that was discovered at the Moonlit Hotel in Villa Park, an outlying area of Chicago. Uh, it wasn't a surprise to receive such a call, uh, since the hotel was, you know, kind of a flop house uh, located amongst junkie shops, bars, and fast food places, and it housed some um, shady characters. Okay, so basically, like, like my apartment, basically. Well. <laughs> yeah. And yeah, basically. This also sounds like your apartment. It was rumored to be a place where you could meet someone for quick sex or to find a drug fix. Now also in your fairness, no, I mean, no,
3: yeah. Timmy does not <laughs> Timmy Timmy will meet a girl. He'll date the girl. He will even take her to a hotel within a block of his home <laughs> so the girl does not know his address. <laughs> well, I you know. You know, you don't want him following you home. If you're not no. willing to give a woman your address, you probably hey. ought not to be having fornication. It's serious,
2: not if I give some. If I give a woman my address, it's serious. You should not be having coitus. You should not be fornicating with the woman. All right, I'll try to keep that in mind, girl. Yeah,
1: or not. So the hotel maid first brought the grisly discovery to someone's attention. Uh, she reported a terrible yeah, those, those fucking maids, man, they see they're some no shit. They're It's you they're
2: know no they
3: keep and they and your, your little dog too you snoo- If it weren't for the
2: maid and your snooping, buddy right, keep, that's, No, that's Scooby Doo. No, I Scooby-Doo. just mean maids find all kind of crap. You know, they they have, they find dead bodies. My brother was, a, you know, my brother owned a um, a uh, carpet cleaning business. Uh-huh. and he once had to go in his complex where this woman had been murdered yeah. and like really savagely murdered and there was blood everywhere and he put his you know he tried to get the blood out of the carpet and the blood filled up the machine and stuff it was really he quit he, he told me he couldn't do it so it was just too gross yeah
1: they have people that do that oh yeah
2: I know that they specialize in movement yeah uh, I'm out on that although it would be a great way to make money yeah but you'd have to have a pretty strong
1: well yeah stomach. you'd have to have some, one hell of a constitution so anyway so, the maid had reported a terrible odor coming from somewhere near the hotel and it grew worse by the day. So, the Moonlit's manager walked out to the um, field behind the hotel to see what, how he could get rid of it or figure out what it was, uh, and then he found the source of the smell. Uh, he thought it was a dead animal, but it would actually turned out to be a young woman whose remains consisted largely of bones and some clinging flesh. Probably because she'd gotten eaten alive by rodents and, yeah. or eaten by rodents and things like that. I hate that clinging flesh. Yeah, so he called the police and the detectives arrived. Um, and they could, you know, they could see the victim had been there for a while. So if it's mostly bones, then yeah, I would say the victim had been there a while. So that didn't really take Scooby to get that one. Mm-mm. Um, in fact, she was so decomposed that they could see her skeletal structure, but the maggots were still there doing <laughs> their work. Uh. So there was that. Uh, the woman clearly had been murdered, because she'd been bound with handcuffs uh, before being left here.
2: Yeah, that's the a place. it's. It's usually if you're handcuffed, there's some foul play. Yeah,
1: well,
3: the body decomposes, but the handcuffs stay the same. They do, they do. All right.
1: Eventually, they you can they get rush. free. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Eventually, you could. <laughs> uh, she also had a cloth in her mouth. It was used as a gag. She still wore a sweater and panties, but they had been pulled down to her thighs.
2: They pulled a sweater
1: down to her thighs? I guess that's what, that's what it says here. <laughs> well,
2: you know, she probably had, you know, like one of the oversized sweaters.
1: Chicago. It was the 80s.
2: Yeah, it was the 80s of Chicago.
1: Uh, um, her, in her socks was a small wad of dollar bills. Oh. So robbery had not been a motive. No. You know what? You know who keeps money in
3: the socks? Timmy can tell you this. Who Hose. keeps money in the socks? Hose. Hookers. Mm-hmm. Hookers. The dirty, dirty girl. Mm -hmm. This is what comes... When you choose a life of fornication for pay... Bad things happen to you. Easy,
1: Jerry Falwell. Simmer I'm just down saying. over there, you anus elf. Jesus Christ. Simmer down now. Ding, ding,
2: ding, ding, ding. Simmer ding, down ding, now. you ding dinging me. Stop. You Stop got that magic word in. I always do. Uh, I'm just saying, you can't just go. never chosen to do the magic word. He's,
3: he's yeah. Jerry Falwell over here. I don't know what he's carrying you, on about. You cannot just go about living Can a I life of amen. sin, fornication. Can Somebody put the hands on me. Put the hands on me now.
1: Really? <laughs> really? Is that what you was? I am not putting my hands on him.
3: (laughs) I was just thinking that. Okay. Devil, I'll put my hands on you. I I don't
1: think that's a good idea Put my healing, the the Colonel's healing hand on the devil. Okay. So the key issue at the moment was to establish um, the the corpse's identity and then figure out the time frame that she was murdered and all that kind of stuff. Uh, With the condition of the body, that was going to be difficult. They needed to establish whether this was a primary crime scene where she'd been killed, or the secondary scene where she'd been dumped. In fact, the fact that no one had yet reported her missing um, indicated that it might not be there very, might not have been there very long. You yeah, unless she was like the colonel says, a hooker that no one would necessarily report. Um, that possibility implied that whoever killed her was able to tolerate decomposing remains long enough to carry them and place them here.
2: How long can you tolerate decomposing
1: remains, Colonel?
3: Well, there's a the, you got this window, Timmy. The rigor mortis, rigor mortis sets in after about oh, 24 hours, okay? <laughs> Fucking cliff. <laughs> and then after about another 12 hours, the rigor mortis lets loose. So if before the rigor mortis sets in, you can get them positioned properly. Mm-hmm. You can you can do... Lo- now, I learned this from a friend. Uh, yeah, I read it on Wikipedia.
2: Can you um, get them to line dance? <laughs> Do all I kinds of dance. things.
3: I mean, you can get them to, you know, like hold a tray, like right. be a Butler, right. hold a tray for you. You can't get them to serve you the coffee, but they'll hold stuff. Can you I put mean, like one
2: of those cigarette holders in their hand? Yeah,
3: I mean, you can put them pretty much any way you want. Yeah. They just stay there.
2: Now, after about 36 <laughs> hours, they go limp again. Okay. so a, It's really 12 hours of fun. Pretty much, yeah. Okay. Wow. So if you're going to weekend at Bernie's, somebody
1: you got to get much, it. You only got 12 hours. hours. Yeah. Small window. That's your window. That's your window. All right. So um, let's see. One thing the detectives knew that they could check was the soil beneath her body to to determine whether or not um, body fluids had leached into the soil. Ugh. I know that's a bummer when that happens. Would not want that job. Police had to. Dis- ...had to deliver the body to the deputy coroner, Pete Siekman... Well, it's important that we have his name. Well, it's on here, so... (laughs) uh, ...so that he could attempt to determine... Bitchy, bitchy, bitchy over here. I'm not. not. So that he could attempt to determine the cause and manner of death... ...as well as take fingerprints and teeth impressions uh, to compare for records. Uh, Then they could stake out the scene and start searching for evidence... A search of the missing person's reports turned up no leads, so detectives called the Chicago Department, who told them that the practice of rolling money inside socks probably indicated the victim had been a... HO! HO! That made the process of identifying her much more difficult. But the fingerprints and dental records helped, and in less than two weeks, they had an ID. It was Linda Sutton, age 21. As they had suspected, she proved to be a prostitute with a string of arrests. The whole string. The, the girl didn't learn her first lesson.
3: Somebody probably came to a JSL, cell, tried to give her Jesus. She turned him away. Second time they tried to give a Jesus again, she turned him away. You keep turning away from Jesus, Pat, you're going to end up without Pat, a breast in a ditch. Pat Robertson,
1: settle down. Don't be. It's like that cable. Commercial. Don't be an anus elf. Don't be an elf. Anus elf. elf. That's good life advice, children. Yeah. Don't be I'm anxiety. going to get it tattooed on my forehead. Well, <laughs> you you really should. That'll be great for your next career. Thank you. Jesus. All right. So she also had two kids that lived with her mother. But a twist in the case came from the coroner. Ooh. Despite- this has me on edge. I'm, I'm on the edge in my seat right now, too. Well. Despite the advanced state of the decomposition of the body... Please continue. He had... I'm trying. He had determined that she'd been dead for only three days. What? what? Only three... Tres, what? Tres Dios. Only three 78 days. 78 hours? Tres Dios. You hardly have 78 any hours. in that body after three days. <laughs> 78 hours? Or whatever. <laughs> 72 hours. <laughs>
2: Wow. One of, his de- is. one of his degrees is not in math, <laughs> yeah. listen. Right.
1: Or telling time. Right.
2: Well, you can't, they don't have it down to the friggin'
1: minute. <laughs> well, yeah. So it could very well have been 78 hours. Yeah. That's the fuck? All right. So. So 72 hours. <laughs> Their body. Are you sure 72? <laughs> yeah, We're not I, going. Okay. I, I used my calculator. All right. Uh, the remains. Advanced state, state the ad, remains advanced rate of decomposition was due to two rather large wounds on her chest where her breast had been removed, hmm. which had allowed for an invasion of parasites that had devoured the body in record time.
2: These guys are titty thieves. <laughs> they ain't
1: no worse. <laughs> they ain't the only thing worse There's than a There's really titty- nothing worse than Yes, a titty
3: there thief. is a clity thief. Oh, clinic thief is Because they got that whole thing going on in Africa where they're stealing the clitoris. Yeah. Uh, no, yeah.
1: yeah. No, they're not they stealing the you jackass. Yeah, they're No, they
3: make necklaces and yeah. whatnot, earrings. They put them on eBay. I, I, was, I was in a fair trade. You know those fair trade places?
1: Yes, I know fair trade places. Where they have
3: people in
2: Africa. They had clitoris earrings. Okay, so you know that we're talking <laughs> about... <laughs> I hate you people. All right, so... You can buy them on eBay. You really can't. You can. Mm-hmm. I don't want to buy anybody's. Just search clit, clitoris. <laughs> yeah. No, I will not search clitoris. I wouldn't do it at work. You can yeah. get them by size, color. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I hate you guys. So and th- texture. Texture is <laughs> important. So it
1: is important. Mm-hmm. I hate you guys even more. Is the
3: G-spot on
2: the clitoris? No. It, it's mythical. It doesn't exist. Okay. It's like, it's like saying there's the up. unicorn on the clitoris. say that because they want more money. <laughs> <laughs> when you can't find it, you feel bad. You hear some because I got a GPS. I mean, I bought a
3: GPS <laughs> to find. I'm all over. I'm punching in G spotted I'm walking into the kitchen in the gay nightclub. In the gay frequent. nightclub, yeah. yeah, yeah. I did.
2: I did find it. All way. about. It's all about the money.
1: So on February twelfth of nineteen eighty two, a thirty five year old cocktail waitress was abducted from her car. The, garage, the gauge showed that the tank was empty, implying she'd run out of gas and possibly sought help when she was abducted. Her purse was on the front seat and the keys were still in the ignition. A search turned up her nude body on an embankment near the road. She'd been raped, tortured, and mutilated. The press was asked not to report that her breast had been amputated so that the police
2: could retain that detail for interrogation purchases. Purposes. You know, I wonder if the press... You know, that was like 1980. I wonder like if it was today. You know, they, they wouldn't. they run with everything It's got to be on a news cycle. It'd be on Huffington Post. Yeah. Another titty list girl found. TMZ. TMZ,
3: titty, yeah. Titty Thief Strikes. Again. <laughs> <laughs> the Titty Bandit. The <laughs> Titty Bandit.
1: The Itty Bitty Titty Bandit.
3: No, they was I only going price. after the women with the big
2: jokes. Well... Everybody should be. <laughs> well, that's what me and Timmy do. No, he doesn't. No, I, I, am more of a leg slash ass guy. Well,
3: you like you, you have a, a predilection for that. He's got predil- those
2: little delicate lady hands. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Like Donald Trump.
1: <laughs> <laughs> you know. His hands are fine. His <laughs> hands are fabulous. They're beautiful. Have you looked at his hands? They're beautiful. I've
3: got I've got hands that are so. Pre- I mean, these are the prettiest. I've had them in shorts. I, I, I,
2: these these hands are like my heart legs. Yeah, you know, that's and like, so weird that he'd be so sensitive about someone saying something about his hands. I think it implies that because got it implies a small he has pattern. a little bit. Well, I know that. You know what else but.
1: implies that? His big, huge jet <laughs> <laughs> and,
2: and the big, massive towers like he builds. Yeah, I think compensating for his. Uh, you think a Trump Tower is an extension of his penis? <laughs> just, I think yeah. he
1: likes to think it is, yeah. <laughs> all right, so. He
2: probably tells his women, his wife to jump on t- Trump's Tower. I'm going to give you, you all 31 God. floors, baby,
1: <laughs> all know, 31 know, floors. You know what he's got to do, though? He has to put it in his Google Translator first because he girl hardly <laughs> speaks English. Dear God, he's going to be president. <laughs> God help
3: No, him. he's not. No, he's not to me. The colonel going to be at the convention. We're voting
1: for Bernie. I'm, I would I'm, vote for you. I'm I feel the burn. I would vote for Trump. The Charles colonel Charles is going to go daughters. to the convention
3: and say, I, I am the Donald's unifier that this party needs. Be the unifier.
1: I'm going to be the unifier. Be the unity ring. All right. Back to the titty thief. (laughs) Titty bandits. (laughs) Come on. Let's see. So we're not telling anybody about the, we're not telling anybody about them being uh, amputated. Right. So a few days later, the body of a Hispanic woman wearing an engagement ring turned up. Man, I bet she was hot. Old she easy. <laughs> she easy. didn't have no titties. Warrior. She ain't got no use yeah, for you. Good. Well, he's not no use for her. Cause, well, no, her breasts. Oh, her breasts were not removed. Oh, uh, she'd been raped and strangled. Uh, uh, her sorry. breasts were intact, but they've been badly bitten. Her killer had also masturbated all over her body. Yeah. I hate that. Me too. Uh, a psychiatric. <laughs> I never th- had
3: nobody masturbate all over my entire body, so I
2: don't really know. A, psych- <laughs> a that's psychiatric. I so fun <laughs> Uh, you, I mean, you have to shower. You have to use, you know, lotion. It's, it's a whole thing.
3: Is it like taking off the band? Well, if you lay there for a while, is it like pulling off a Band-Aid
2: when you're trying well, to get off know, the you know, certain women have this ability. The- mm-hmm. Okay, I won't go there. Please continue. I'm just saying there's... Oh, people. I see what you want, at Yeah. The squirters. Oh, Jesus
1: Christ. Well, only, serious,
2: only, 10% like- squirters. Hmm? only 10% are squirters. Hmm? Only 10% are squirters. 10%? Mm-hmm. Well, I uh, I would I would think that that would be a, a magical gift. What well, it is? You know, it's, it's a it's a it's a it's a God given gift. But you, do you, you gotta, gotta have to use it correctly? You, you know, gotta you wear safety glasses, goggles. You know he's gotta wear goggles. <laughs> you, know, <it's>,
1: it, <laughs> you know that quirky you, sob over there wearing goggles. goggles. Safe sex needs to have goggles. He's He's got got a hand. You always wear goggles. I wear a
2: swim mask and (laughs) and I have the the little tube that goes up. You know, snorkel. Snorkel. Yeah.
1: Yeah. I just figured you had goggles that that hung around your neck, and then when you brought them up, they attached in the middle. And I have the oxygen tanks. Wow. Sometimes you need that. I'm sure. So awkward, but especially when you
2: first put it on. Yeah. The whole weird thing. I use. I just. I just wear the the uh, flippers too. Just. I, I know. Just, just for to the create, ensemble. Right. Clearly, <laughs> you gotta. Timmy, the only person... So, in so the woman's, like, like waiting, waiting in the bed, and I said, I'll be minutes just me go to the bathroom. And I'm going go to into something more comfortable? <laughs> yeah. yeah. Timmy got a Kevlar <laughs> condom. <laughs> and I come back in the bathroom. I got my flippers <laughs> on. I got my oxygen tanks, my mask, my swirl. A harpoon just in <laughs> case. Suckers. <laughs> Fish net. Right.
1: So a psychiatric assessment of this crime pegged the attacker as a local man who probably loved animals and had a family. I don't know where we'd get that he loved animals. <laughs>
2: Yeah, it doesn't seem like your typical... He's a dog lover. That's (laughs) this one here... Well, I think from the bite marks. Yeah, maybe. (laughs) Whatever. Yeah, because usually when you're talking about serial killers,
0: you're talking about someone Mm -hmm. who tortures animals.
1: Well, he probably loved animals and had a family, but
0: also had a... Even on a budget, quality is non-negotiable.
1: Quirk side that no one knew. No shit.
2: Yeah, he, he murdered women to cut off their <laughs> yeah. pants. Turning, turning into I a, a doctor. That's more than a quirk. <laughs> so he's a,
1: he's an animal lover and family man by day,
2: <coughs> and a kidnapper at night, a at, at night. In May of 1982.
1: Well, you know,
2: when he still your clitoris, you become a snatch snatcher. <laughs> wow.
1: Wow. Well, it's true. <laughs> what the fuck is female castration is not funny no
2: I, I'm
1: not advocating I you're it you're going to have to back up from the mic I'm not, not advocating it. it I think it might be a little bit when you're telling people that they can go on ebay and get one well hello pussy police I got a report I'm just saying you don't know i the America snatch snatchy. they call it pussy patrol pussy patrol <laughs> it's like freaking paw patrol but different they could have dogs.
3: <laughs> oh fuck. Well,
2: uh, you know. That's snatched, I snatched. don't mess with uh, I don't buy clitoris over the internet. So that's, you buy the whole vagina. That's like we do That's vagina. like a blood diamond. That's a blood clip right there. No. But I think you buy the whole vagina. <laughs> We do not in any way. We don't endorse that. (laughs) The views expressed by Timmy are are not shared by everyone. I'm not encouraging people to go out and purchase clips on the (laughs) eBay. I'm just saying you can buy them there.
3: I I didn't even know you could buy
1: them there. What the fuck kind of search? I I, I don't even look
2: at his cookies
1: on his computer. (laughs) You leave my cookies alone. (laughs) Don't worry. I'm afraid there'd be Black Hawk helicopters coming down (laughs) if I got into those. (laughs)
2: Yeah, well, you know. There's a dark way about there. I
1: can't go back to prison. I'm too pretty. (laughs) She
2: is too pretty Yeah, she is. Oh, my
1: God. All right. bitch will be the
3: woman
2: in three months. Are we done? (laughs) I think. I think so. I think so.
3: For now. Yeah. We do not endorse female. No, it's it's nothing to laugh about. I mean, it's nothing to laugh about. We... Really, every, we, condemn
2: it. we condemn it. Really everything's something to laugh about. Oh my God. But we condemn uh, female mutilation, mutilation. Yeah. in all forms. In all forms, yeah. Except people want some mm-hmm. to pierce their ears. It's okay. Oh, f- can we just... Well, okay. That's mutilation. Sure. All right. So in May of... 19- Modification,
1: a- I guess. In May of 1982, another young woman, R- Lorraine, was abducted uh, from where she worked as she crossed the parking lot alone. She was repeatedly raped and then subjected to having a wire wrapped around her breast to sever mm-hmm. it from her body. This is a piano wire. And then finally one of her killers killed her with a hatchet.
2: Ugh. See, this is what I don't get about this piano like wire. my books hurt. They do different things. I mean, some of them they, they kill with a hatchet, some they strangle, some they shoot. I mean, they, they, they're not consistent. This is what I don't get about piano wire, because
3: I don't, I don't know much about pianos. I own a piano, but I don't play the piano. Clearly. But do art... Because I'm thinking of guitars, where the strings are for different notes are all different sizes. Yeah. Is that like the same with piano wire, yeah. or are they just strung tighter, or what's I the don't deal? I I think it's the same with piano wire. We need a, we need a ruling on that, uh, Listener. listeners. Yes. Somebody right. tell the colonel.
1: So the woman's remains were discovered at a dump site, which was in the same general area where Sutton had been jumped, although this time it was in a cemetery known as Clarendon Hills. However, they were unable to stop the men from killing yet another woman. In August, Sandra Delaware was found dumped along the side of the Chicago River. Her wrists were bound together behind her with a shoelace. Her left breast had been removed in the same fashion as the prior victims. A bra was knotted up around her throat. She was just a kid, but as a prostitute, she had been vulnerable. They estimated her death at approximately six hours earlier.
3: Things.
1: In less than really two fresh. weeks, Carol Pappas, 42, turned up missing. She was the wife of Chicago Cubs pitcher Milt Pappas.
2: Yeah, former Cincinnati Red. Rose Beck Davis, 30, well, that really a marketing threw a curve detective. For him. Yeah, he was, uh, I think he was involved in that Frank Robinson trade. Mm-hmm. Reds traded their bet their. You know, guy ended up Hall being of Famer. Hall of Famer uh, for Mill Pappas. And was one of the worst trades the Reds ever made. And they've made some doozies. And they made some doozies. But it was, it's one of the worst trades they've ever made. But anyway, he used to pitch for the Reds, and then he went to pitch for the Cubs, and his wife was a victim of these guys. <coughs> Rosebeck
1: Davis, 30, was a marketing executive. She was found stabbed, raped, and strangled on September 8th, 1982, behind a stairway of a North Lake Shore apartment building. A black sock was tied around her neck, and her clothing was in disarray. Her face had been crushed and blood pooled beneath her. It turned out later that she'd been beaten with a hatchet.
2: Beaten
0: with a
4: hatchet? Um,
2: yeah, I mean, they they, were doing, they couldn't her. chop her up. <laughs> they, they had to flip they, her over use the some blood. Some of them, they, they bludgeoned to death. Some of them, they strangled. Some of them, they shot. I mean, they, they, didn't, they weren't consistent in how they murdered him. The only thing that was consistent was they were, you know, they stole their titties. Yes, well... <laughs> Uh, Let's see. It turned
1: out later that she'd been uh, beaten with a hatchet. Deep cuts were evident on her breast, and her abdomen was full of small punctures. Robert Ressler from the FBI's Behavioral Science Unit was asked for a profile. He indicated that this woman's attacker was uncertain about his sexuality and was probably bisexual. He expected the man to look somewhat effeminate. By October, another prostitute, Beverly Washington, 20... This guy's just making shit up. I think so. Uh, Beverly Washington, 20, was grabbed, mutilated, raped, and dumped. Her abductors left her for dead, but she survived and was taken to the hospital. She was able to give the police a description of the gang of men who were grabbing women off the street and subjecting them to an
2: extreme form of sadistic sexual abuse. Yeah, she... Um, she She's a key player in this whole yeah, thing, she Beverly. Yeah, is. They, they didn't um, finish her off and... It's a good thing because she was able to help the police get these guys. Now, despite this poor woman's
3: condition, she was she gave him some really good information. Um, the driver had been a skinny white guy, looked to be around twenty five years old, wearing a flannel shirt and some boots, greasy brown hair, mustache. So she gave a really good description. Well, um, Washington said she had he had offered more money than she'd asked for, and seemed Unaccountably nervous.
2: See when you when they offer more money than you mm-hmm. add, than, than the hookers ask for, it means that they're going to get robbed. Do you know, robbed. I mean? Yeah, they're going to take their money back, just like in uh, Grand Theft Auto. You
3: and know, I see. imagine when you when you're going to go murder them, you yeah, it doesn't matter. Yeah. So anyway. Um, He'd offer more money. When he asked her to go to the back of the van, get into the back of the van, he had a gun. He ordered her to remove her clothes, so she obeyed that, of course. He put some handcuffs on her, forced her to perform oral sodomy on him, and uh, threatened her with violence if she did not. I mean, the gun implies violence, but he gave her a bunch of pills, and the pills were to keep her keep her, knocked, keep mm-hmm. her calm yeah. and quiet during it sedated this. sedated her. So she passed out. She saw him holding this cord over her, and she thought she was going to get strangled. Well, the man just dumped her into the trash. One breast severed, the other nearly so. Jesus. But someone quickly discovered her, and they got her to the hospital on time. Now, police officers who questioned her about this, about the van, she gave this really, really good description of the van.
2: Mm-hmm.
3: Um so, you know, she told him there were feathers and a roach clip hanging from the rearview mirror. <laughs> Probably were. Yes. And she becomes kind of a hero and all that. Yeah, things. she's the one who really brought him down. So within three weeks, the police pulled over a red van that matched his description. They questioned the driver. Now, he had red hair and didn't resemble the victim's description at all, but the van was perfect. So the driver told him his name was Eddie Sprites, and the van belonged to Robin Gek his boss Now the officers directed Spitzer to Gek's house and told him to beckon beckon Geked mm. outside beckon him now So they hoped that he would be that guy and when he came out <clears throat> he fit the description down to his shirt greasy ass hair little
2: little fake ass mustache did he have clothes. on a um, shirt like yours you know, not not like you're wearing today, but your uh, oh no no you know, no flannel shirt. The colonel you... got a white shirt on today. Yeah, today you look very professional, Colonel.
3: So uh, anyway, he acted like he had not a worry in the world and was quite willing to help. So he was either innocent or just completely arrogant. And yeah, thought he, was he was this way all the
2: way through the trial too. It's yeah, like, you know, like you know, but you know, totally, you know, innocent and. Uh, had no idea what they were talking about. Who me? No, he. I no, saying, you know. who me? Yeah. What, you are, too, what right. are you talking about? Huh? Yeah. What was it? What was it? Was it me? Uh, so don't anyway, look at me. Don't look at me. Yeah. No, they
3: took me. a. They took a bunch of pictures Dick. to the victim. Yes. And she picked him right out. So the detectives went back in to see him and get had a lawyer. Now it was clear he was going to be careful in his dealings with the with the five O here, and the fact that they found him difficult to shake up. Mm-hmm.
2: Um, he was, a, n- t- 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 he was a tough nut to crack. Nut to crack.
3: Yeah. Um, now, the devil over here, she can crack anybody's nuts, so I would have just turned her over to him. But
1: That's what I do.
3: Anyway, Gek did, uh, he'd had an interesting association with a notorious criminal from the area, John Wayne Gacy, yeah, who'd been arrested. this is weird. This is really weird. Gacy, you know, everybody knows what he did. Um, so anyway, there's never been any evidence linking Gek to Gacy's
2: crimes.
3: But uh, taste buds maybe were just very similar, and and Geck worked for him.
2: Yeah, they worked together, but Geck, Geck, I mean, he was, apparently he was heterosexual, where Gacy... Yeah, Gacy was a homosexual.
3: And, and yeah, so anyway, within two weeks, investigators had linked other women who had survived an attack similar to that. I mean, it's a pretty solid M.O. Mm -hmm. Now, within two weeks, investigators had linked the band to other women who had survived an attack, to another, I'm sorry, another young woman who had survived an attack similar to that of Beverly Wash. Now, now, hers was a little more horrific. Even she had been forced to cut her breast with a knife, oh. and then been thrown out into the streets. Now, she didn't lose a breast and didn't get gang raped and killed, but um, oh, so but, she was forced. Well, to- she was she was raped. I'm sorry, but. Um, Now, police believe that Gecht and Sprites were responsible for at least three such incidents, but they would soon learn about more. Now, this is back before they had the V-car and similar crimes and everything else, but, you know, Mm. when you find a lot of dead women missing a titty, you would think they would start linking a bunch of them together. Yeah, I mean, it's... Of course, they didn't find all the bodies. So, anyway, at first, Sprites and Gecht, they didn't yield a whole lot of stuff. They weren't giving much up. Um... But eventually, Spritzer looked like he would break down. He seemed to be genuinely afraid of Gat. So authorities leaned on him, and finally he succumbed, feeling guilty about what he had done. Maybe the Lord entered his heart, maybe something, but he felt guilt. He felt some remorse. Now, Spritzer's interrogation produced a 78-page statement of just pure vile, vileness, vile evilness. He admitted to driving the van as Gek committed a drive-by shooting in which a man died and another was left paralyzed. This was just random stuff. Mm-hmm. Just Gek just shot out of the van. Um, investigators quickly identified the incident. Then Gek directed him to slow down to pick up a black prostitute right after he'd shot these people. Gek had sex with her and then took her into an alley and used the knife to remove her left breast. Ugh. Titty bandit strikes again. Jeez. He placed it into the van on the floor now Spritzer was a little disturbed by this claiming he didn't li- didn't like all the blood right he had it to, during such incidents get sometimes had sex with the breast on the spot yeah. everybody likes a good titty banging yeah but you can't, can't but wait not till that kind wait till you get home well you keep them attached to the woman right, I, mean, I guess I guess he, he I don't know he Ugh. every Porn has its niche, I guess, but... Yeah. Anyway, he also described how Geck had uh, saw one just random black woman, shot her in the head, chained her up,
2: used bowling balls, and threw her in the river. See, again, there's a whole different <coughs> way that yeah. he's disposing of these folks and murdering them. He'd watch
3: Geck battle a woman with a hammer. Uh, that made him... The sight of it made him vomit. But on another occasion...
2: But uh, he's okay with, it, are, with eating titties that have been cut off of a woman and people jacked off that. Yeah. He's okay with On that.
3: On another occasion, Spritzer yeah. uh, removed a breast himself, cutting off both breasts of a woman. He thought she was dead when he did this, so it didn't bother him that much. So anyway.
2: Oh, okay, because that said makes it okay.
3: Gek that forced him to have, uh, and, and this is another thing Gek um, made Spritzer do that was a little, little twisted. Is it get he would they little. would cut off the breasts, mm-hmm. and then Spitzer would go up and stick his tallywacker in the gaping wound and have yeah. sex with it. Yeah, yeah. Oh God, that's that's just you know, there's some things that you just not meant. it's biblically an abomination. So anyway, by the time Spitzer was finished, he'd offer details for 70 outright murders and one aggravated battery. His interrogators were just like, what the fuck? They couldn't believe what they got. They thought they was just into uh, an attempted murder and a murder. Yeah, got more than they bargained for. So um, they were pretty shaken up, and yet they believed they now had some leverage with Gact, who was in another interrogation room. They collected photographs of known victims and laid them before Gact. He looked at them without any interest at all, denied, I don't know these women. The detectives then took him to an area where he could plainly see Spreitzer showing something to the other officers. Still, he didn't worry about it, acted like he had none to hide. Spreitzer had clearly implicated him, and the detectives found this behavior of Geck's very frustrating. But Geck's nearness, just being near him, had a peculiar effect on Spreitzer. He suddenly changed his story as if he was afraid and said Geck had not murdered anyone. His account became so chaotic that his interrogators didn't even know what to believe. Spreitzer said that another man, his girlfriend's brother Andrew Coca Cola, had been the, been the killer, but he could not offer many details about the man. Gatt confirmed that he knew the Koch brothers and even provided police with an address. But once again, his demeanor was undisturbed. He seemed not to know things about the Koch brothers that Spritzer did. Dismayed, the police went on to question his third member of the killing crew. They wonder if three men could really kill together in such a horrendous manner. Yet they did not know the half of it. It wasn't long before Kukalopoulos also what? confessed.
2: <laughs> Who's that? Kukalopoulos. go that first name Andrew.
3: You, you know, you go to Chicago. The Boy's been to Chicago. Uh, you know, Andrew and Kukulos. Thomas. Kukulos. You go to Chicago. You ain't going to meet a damn Smith Jones of Washington in that whole goddamn city. I mean, everybody's Polish, Irish, Italian, and they got a lot of Polish people up there. And they got the Serbians and whatnot. They got some hard-ass last names. Uh, Clearly. I mean, it ain't like the colonel. I mean, just the colonel. I mean, you know, and speaking of which, I should mention it, you know, since the the one name crew. Uh Uh-huh. Uh, has lost a, a beloved and dear member, and Prince. Um, you know, Hawk, Prince, the Colonel. We all are in the same club, and I just you're like not the, in the same club. You, you part of the revolution?
1: What? Well, no, no, you know, you're not, Ma- me, Madonna. You are not. People in the know same by club one name, Prince.
3: So I'm just telling. So we
1: we uh, we dedicate this show to to. The purple. Stevie Wonder even says that Prince is the emperor of all pop and everything else. <coughs> you, who said that Stevie Wonder was better than Prince and then got your ass handed I maintain for that. It. You got your ass handed up. to you on that, man. Handed to you. Yeah, you did. You I like
3: Prince. I just, just said he's touch, a four man Stevie Wonder. No, you can't. Can we get touch back Prince's to the. Purple boots. Can we get back to this? It was not long before the Coca Cola brothers confessed. Coca-Cola. Bill Kelly relates the details. Yes. Cucaropolis talked about how they had kidnapped women off the streets, raped them, stabbed them with knives, razors, tin can lids, and can openers. These are the most yeah. resourceful yeah, just recycling motherfuckers yeah. you're ever going to well, meet. Well, piano wire, they'd amputated one or both breasts and masturbated onto them. Of course they did, because if you're going to... I mean, it seems silly to waste a breast. If you're gonna mask if you're gonna take off a breast, you might as well choke a chicken onto the breast, right?
2: I, sick I, motherfuckers! I, I, I
3: don't know what's wrong with the people out there. I don't know what's wrong with this world. Seems pretty. Sick. It's gone crazy Not to me. but... As he described the assault on,
2: who am I to judge?
3: well, he admitted okay. to the murders of Rose judge? Beck Davis and Lorraine Borowski. There's a Davis up there, and inadvertently confessed that he had been involved in the deaths of eighteen women. His bad. He's like, oh, this, oh no, take.
1: Take-backsies, yeah. take-backsies. Right. You didn't say no take <laughs> yeah.
3: So as he described the assault on Sandra Delaware, he said that he had shoved a rock into her mouth to keep her from screaming. Yeah. Now, how is that going to work, shoving a rock into somebody's mouth I mean, to keep her? Because that's going to make me scream. Somebody shove a big-ass rock in my well, mouth.
1: Well, I mean. we'll see. If you and then
3: out. he forced a wine bottle into her that made her bleed profusely. And her nether naughty? In her, in her, yeah, the anus elf had to get out of the way so he could shove the wine bottle in there.
1: Oh, he put it in there.
3: Um, yes, oh, and then he stabbed God. her to death with a knife.
1: Oh.
3: Yeah, it's it's. I, and I wonder if I hope they didn't. So, what goes? What kind of well go? What kind of wine goes well with anus? A merlot, <laughs> a
1: merlot, <laughs> a chardonnay, <Yeah>. a chardonnay. <laughs> well, I guess it depends on if you're eating. Fish or beef? <laughs> well, that's true.
2: It will make you whine.
3: <laughs> so, along with the interrogations, detectives were also asking acquaintances of of the suspects about their characters and personal habits.
2: Well, it's, I'm not. I'm not. I'm going down on a limb here, but I, I, I'm thinking they're going to have a problem with the character whole character issue.
3: Well, the whole character issue, I think, is going to become a problem. Yes. It soon became clear that Gek had a breast fetish. <laughs>
2: <laughs> really? I think? think?
3: Really? Asking girls. I he, if he was
2: breastfed as a child?
3: Now, here's what he would do. Now, the Colonel has, has taken many approaches to women. Mm-hmm. Some have worked, some have failed. Most have failed. This is one I have never tried. Cutting but off I
2: their I cannot.
1: Boob? He, you never tried cutting off their boobs and seeing if He you would ask a hole
3: girls you? to let him stab them in the breast with pins. Yes! He allegedly forced his wife to endure much more, including self-inflicted wounds, although being a faithful wife, she never turned him in. When the detectives began questioning Kukaropoulos' slow-witted brother, Tommy...
2: Now Tommy wasn't the bright one of this bunch, huh? Yeah, yeah. They're,
3: they're now you slow
1: witted, you know
3: like, you fucked up when you just slow witted one out of these motherfuckers. The titty bandits. You can't even put a four a four piece jigsaw puzzle together if you just slow witted one here. So anyway,
2: blocks like you had in like kindergarten of a, yeah. ship, <laughs> and like a ship like a sailing ship, like like four of them.
3: So they went for another quite rude surprise when they spoke to the dummy. His odd behavior indicated that he, too, had been on the ripper crew. Shortly, he broke down and confessed, adding even more gruesome details to this. Ostensibly, these young men had joined in a fad that was sweeping the country during the 80s. Sweeping the nation. Especially amongst young teenagers. Was it crack? Of satanic worship. An offshoot of listening
1: to rock and roll music Definitely. in the 1970s. Definitely. Uh, Especially if you played it backwards. Yeah.
2: yeah. Fucking Leonard
1: hmm You play Freebird
2: backwards, you go out and cut ted. off a titty. ted. Mm-hmm. Ted, did. Mm-hmm. Scratch ted Fever. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. He started it. If you play Wang Dang Sweet Poo backwards, it says, cut a breast, cut a breast. Okay. <laughs> <Cut a breast." laughs>
1: What what about Dead Skunk in the middle of the road? Yeah. yeah.
2: Oh that was that's the neighbour button. Off the <laughs> Cut off the <laughs> titty. Cut off the titty. Teddy mascot. Teddy mascot. Yeah, clearly that's what it them. says. <laughs> so yet the, the Chop rip, the boob. Chop the boob, chop <laughs> <laughs> the rip Stairway is. to heaven backwards. Chop the boob. Chop the boob. Boob. I wow know. wow. I chop the boob. <laughs> chop the boob. <laughs> I have
1: often... I just like his voice. That's (laughs) That's what it says. I have often wondered if you played Papa Cut Your Toenails, You're Tearing All The Sheets backwards. (laughs) What it would play. What it would say. It says the exact same thing. It's weird. (laughs) It's crazy. (laughs) It is. Well, and
3: you know, Madonna wrote a song about this That one, Papa Don't Preach, I've Been Losing Teats.
1: Oh, yeah. 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 Uh, But anyway, to get back to the story. (laughs) I think she was giving it away more than losing (laughs) it, so...
3: She never had big knockers, but anyway. Get's associates, um, they took their rituals much further than most who believe they could somehow contact the dark one. Now you got the dark one on speed dial on your phone, yeah. don't you, Devil? Sure. She's okay. face friends She was actually I She's believe. They were, friends with. they were texting back and forth as we were doing this. Um but anyway, Getz associates took the flesh they had removed from their victims, according to the dummy, and uh cut it up. And consumed it as a form of ancient devilish communion. When you get salmonella? Um,
1: you could. How did they cook it? No, but, they did not cook it. Well, salmonella, E. coli. They
3: had, this was sushi breast. Mad cow. It was <laughs> you think... Because uh, they was
1: all
2: notice. They you was you all think uh, Lady Beverly could hook me up with Kate Middleton?
1: Yes. I just, oh, I think that can surely. Like yeah, I think
2: that'll happen to You're me. You're
1: right up Kate Middleton's alley. Wife, I'm you know, an educated man. I piss on being a princess or a queen or whatever. You know, I want to go out with. I, <laughs> I want to go out with Timmy. I want to go out, with, oh. go out with, a, with a county worker, and I pick Timmy. You got a pension coming? Wow! Well, well, uh, days. You got a pension. Look at you! Shit! Oh, holy fuck! She's, she's very attractive. She is very attractive, and she don't want nothing to do with fucking you. <laughs>
2: You don't know that. She oh, I know de- me. I do,
1: though.
2: <laughs> I do know that. She'd be my princess. <laughs> It's really not the same though, is it? <laughs> no. yeah. It's the same except you don't get like a throne and a crown and. Or money. Money, yeah.
3: Did you, uh, speaking It's really right, not the same. <laughs> did you see the little no. Prince George just come on, turn out to meet Obama in his bathrobe? Well, at least he had a bathrobe on. I mean,
1: is that disrespectful? It's like, Obama, you're here again. No, at least he didn't come out. My kid would have rolled out his underwear. <laughs> yeah, his Like Superman. half on, yeah. tweeter out, whatever. <laughs> just. Uh, who is this? Why? Yeah. Well, anyway, to get
3: back to these sick, twisted sons of bitches, um, Geck allegedly had an altar in the attic of his northwest, northwest side home where they had gathered during the evening hours after his wife had gone to work. Supposedly, they had painted uh, six allegedly. red and brick crosses on the walls and covered the altar with a red cloth. <coughs> Dummy then told police that they would all kneel together around the altar... Gek would produce the freshly removed breasts. He would read passages the from the Satanic old. Bible.
2: Well, you you know, the, the, you got a like Colonel says, you got a window there. A breast. Yeah, you got there. a thirty
3: six hour window. They
2: get day old though. Oh They're oh oh! Well, you go to the oh. day old breast store. This oh. Day
1: old breast store.
3: Yeah. Huh. This, okay. This is where the, this is this is where strangely it gets weird. Okay. Oh okay. He would read passages from the Satanic Bible as each man masturbated into the fleshy portion of the body part. Now, isn't on the breast every portion the fleshy portion? But, and here's another thing.
1: And then did they eat it? The
3: colonel, when everyone was finished, Gek would cut it up and hand around pieces for them to eat. Now, hopefully, I'm getting a piece with my own goo on it.
1: You I know, think it's mixed, in. I think you're mixing yeah, goo.
2: It's like a... Like, and see, that goes right against it because... You can call that snowballing no. where they... You, I don't know. Yeah. You, you get to, I don't know. What do they call it tell I'm going to tell you. <laughs> it's snowballing, I think. And that's in another... Even, Why? Do
3: you know what? Even in the Satanic Bible, that's considered an abomination because if you get the Levitations, 10, 14... Thou shalt not mix. Levitations,
2: ten fourteen. This is a satanic. Well, no, snowballing. Like so, you say you have two, you and two women are together. Well, not you, but say me and two women were together, Uh and they were both pleasuring me. Uh huh. And then there was a certain uh, climax. Uh huh. Then they would, you know, uh, switch, uh, swap, spit, and exchange body fluids. And kiss. So hold on, you gotta I think that's called snowballing. I'm not hundred percent sure. Listen to me. So
3: Listen. the first chick got a bunch of baby juice in her mouth. And then
2: oh, she, yeah, they and both she's could swap it they, down. They, to they the could the both next. they could both have some I
1: you know what, here's the thing. When one of his dates kills him, <laughs> we are going yeah. to have to go to his apartment yeah, and get his computer stuff and, and then just clean. burn it.
2: I'm just saying. No, yeah. I don't know that. I, I, I think that's what it's called. I don't to to know. We need to
1: sacrifice
2: his computer. We do need to, we to need a dark Lord We need a priest. Because, we yeah, need, we'll a, need a priest. A young priest, or old priest. All and, of our and, podcasts yeah. are is on this computer. Set. And
1: because Be careful. I feel like. If Timmy dies and they find all that stuff, it's going to implicate us somehow. It, it will. It well, will. not only that. I mean, think of his search history. Jesus Christ, what will he be known for then? I know, but then they're going to get on his Facebook messages and see our group messages, and then
3: say, "Oh, they must have been a, they gonna, must have been in this together." I'm going to look it up to. on my phone. I think
1: it's about <laughs> snowballing. You're going to look up snowballing.
2: I don't. On your phone. I, 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 I I've never participated okay. in snowballing in my life, we're but gonna, I have heard of it. We're going to have to eliminate everything. I've heard of it. I'm just saying I've heard of it. Yeah. And I'm
3: sure many Now, have we heard. can go on to the snowballing, but I got two more pages and it's pretty No, please go ahead. Okay. Go ahead. Now, Gect adamantly refused to admit to the charges, although he had worked as a construction subcontractor for Gacy during the 70s. And it had supposedly been said that Gacy's single mistake was not killing. Not the killing of the 33 young men, but keeping most of their bodies under his house. Yeah, that's a okay. mistake So he get made. learned According from his apprenticeship.
2: According to Wikipedia. Oh, oh S- snowballing's on Wikipedia? Snowballing or snow-dropping. We need it, to be on Wikipedia. Is human... Yeah, we, will some, one of our listeners please create a Wikipedia page for history? Even, <laughs> snowballing or snow-dropping is human sexual practice in which one person takes someone else's semen into his or her mouth and then passes it to the mouth of another usually- uh,
1: That's
2: just, that's ah, a, <clears throat> no. I can um, I can go into history and prevalence, and then- Paul. No! Yeah, right. What's the prevalence? <laughs> oh. uh, it, it just, it's just basically- This just, makes me want to rip my ears I'm off. I'm sorry, it just says basically what I just said. So
3: you're against this, devil.
2: Oh. Well, apparently, it's much more, it's much-, lower, it's much more used practice in the a gay community, I guess. What? That's what it says. This is Wikipedia, not me. Don't send me nasty, <coughs> saying that that's what I've uh, heard of
3: it before. Uh, yeah.
2: Gross. Okay.
3: Well, he worked for Gacy, and he didn't see he. You know what he thought Gacy did? What? Fucked up. He didn't think Gacy's brutality was wrong. He thought his methods were wrong for burying him under the house. Well, they were. So now they got him all this evidence. Well, they apparently, go to trial.
2: He didn't do much better.
3: The first person they try is Dumb Tommy Coca Cola.
0: Mm-hmm.
3: Um, Tommy the Dummy is what they called him. And uh, he was 23. Mm-hmm. He attempted to block his confession from being admitted into his trial but lost. Mm-hmm. He was convicted and sentenced to 70 years in prison for Lorraine Borowski's murder. Next come his brother, David Coca Cola. And he was tried... Oh, his brother was Andrew, I think. I'm sorry, Andrew Mm Coca-Cola.
1: Jesus And
3: he was tried in two separate counties. The first trial for the murder of Rosa Beck Davis. In his confession, he admitted that he had abducted Davis with other men, forced her into the van, and beaten her with a hatchet until she was dead. The jury deliberated just long enough to get lunch. Yep. Then came back, found him guilty of rape and murder. They sentenced him to life in prison. At the second trial, uh, the small Coca-Cola brother uh, decided to recant everything he had confessed four different times and to deny that he had killed or raped anyone. He claimed the police don't look had co- me, yeah,
1: yeah, who did
3: it? No. Coerced each of his confessions and made false promises, and they had even beaten him into admitting what they wanted to say. Here, the jury deliberated until they had their grilled chicken sandwiches. And then came back with a verdict.
1: Guilty. They found, yeah. The, the verdict of suck
3: it. They found, what's that? Kookaburra. They found Kookaburra guilty of the murder <laughs> of <that laughs> Rain Borowski and sentenced him to death. On uh, March 16th, Andrew Kookaburra was executed <laughs> by lethal injection at oh. Tams Correctional Center in Southern Illinois. You know what they well, should have done? They should have taken
1: piano wire and cut off his junk. No. All of the junk. They should have used barbed barb wire. Whatever.
3: That would oh, you know what they should have done? Barbwire anal beads. Ooh. Uh, Ooh. Oh yeah, about
2: six foot of it. You know, in Thailand, uh, they they the, 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 they have these shows. We may just have to burn down the apartment. <laughs> and they put razor blades on a string, and they put them up inside them, and then they pull them out. Oh, it's ugh. Gives me the chance to work. Well, yeah, here's his apartment. Yeah, we got to do it. <laughs> <Yeah>. We got <laughs> to do it before
1: he dies. I think. With a We got to do it today. Yeah. <laughs> with a minute. <laughs> yeah. By the end of the afternoon. Yeah. yeah.
3: Now, Kookaburra, he, uh, he was the last inmate executed in Illinois almost 12 years before Governor Pat Quinn signed into legislation abolishing the death penalty. It commuted about 15 death sentences. Now, Spritzer was convicted. Of, on March 4th, 1984, of aggravated kidnapping and murder. Two weeks later, a jury deliberated for, they. you know what, they was like, this motherfucker said guilty, we can't even pretend we're going to get lunch. They didn't even get lunch. They took an hour and gave him a death penalty for the crime.
2: But they didn't have enough to, uh, oh, this is not Robin. This is Spritzer. Okay, Spritzer, okay.
3: So he wound up on death row um, in Pontiac and Joliet. He was one of the guys that got, uh, October two thousand two, when Spritzer was forty one, he was the one of one hundred and forty um, people that, when they did away with the death penalty, he uh, there was a moratorium put on the death penalty. He was one of one hundred and forty people that was involved in that.
2: He got clemency. He,
3: he didn't. Well, he didn't get clemency at the time, but Ryan was leaving office in two thousand three, where he had pardoned. Four of the hundred and sixty four death row inmates and offered blanket clemency to the rest, which gave him life sentences, which is really worse because you you know when you get the death penalty and it goes to it gets commuted to life, your appeals are all
2: gone, yeah you have no death yeah, penalty of appeals right. so uh, I don't think he was going to win his appeal anyway, but
3: but the interesting one was Gekt. he was a ringleader in all this, this is the and, uh, guy, they but. implicated him in everything. But there was never enough evidence to charge him with murder. So they charged him with rape and mutilation of an 18-year-old girl where he got 120 years for the rape. So that's where he ended up doing. 120 years in Menard Correctional Center uh, for mutilating and raping an 18-year-old girl. That's all they had on GAC. That's why he was... That's why he was so nonchalant he, he, and calm. He but was doodling vaginas.
1: No, I'm not here. Only numbers. Here is where the powerful. That is not a number. That's a vagina.
2: One two zero. That's a vagina. One two zero. Now vagina. No.
3: I'm as not. I say, vagina. The Lord, eventually, the arc of justice mm. may move slowly, but it arcs in the correct direction. The karma's a bitch. Well, actually, that's what I have right here. Karma's a bitch. A bit. I wrote that. Because for you just Geck, made it up. Huh? You
2: just made that up. Karma yeah, gonna... came swiftly. It Good. did. It did. Even his... though he, he was not convicted of murder, he got 120 years in prison, and some terrible things happened. What happened, Colonel?
3: Well, his mama, his sister, and his nephew decided to come up and see poor little Robin mm-hmm. at the correctional center, mm-hmm. and they was in an accident. Their car being sandwiched between two semi trucks. The accident was occurred to reported to have occurred during a traffic jam, which was caused by the repairs of power lines that were down at the time. It killed his mama, along with her grandson and Gek's nephew, three-year-old Nicholas Miller. Oh. that's I mean, the price tra- you pay.
2: Well, no, it's tragic. It wasn't their fault. He was a psycho. Maybe yeah, it could maybe, have been. well, maybe the mom, but not the kids. But
3: his sister Rochelle, did survive. Well, that's good. That's on good. life support, <laughs> in a comatose state for four months <laughs> I guess until it's her not death. So, good. <laughs> so, yeah. Now, in March 1999, Robert' son Robert Geck's son David, the rotten apple that didn't fall far from the rotten apple tree, uh, he was charged with first degree murder in the shooting death of a Northwest resident. Ted
2: Cruz.
3: No, it wasn't Ted Cruz. It, oh, I'm sorry, it was Roberto the Cruz. the wrong guy. Roberto Cruz, yeah. yeah okay. <laughs> so, yeah, Ted Cruz couldn't even get arrested or shot in Chicago. So, anyway, the attack appeared to be unprovoked, given that Cruz was walking to his car at the time of the shooting. Did he count unaware, his breast? Unaware of his impending doom. No, left his breast alone. Now, this attack, uh, it, was, it, it appeared to be unprovoked, given that Cruz was just walking there, and... Uh, it was reminiscent of the Methodist father used to ambush his victims. Cowardly, unexpected, and That's from right. behind. Was- so, anyway, police believe that the, it might have been gang-related, but we cannot ignore the possibility that madness just runs in the family. Now, fortunately block. for society, and unfortunately for little Junior Gecht, little baby Gecko, uh, he was 18 at the time, of the Aww. killing and therefore able to stand trial as an adult. Bubba. Currently, he is being sodomized in Pontiac Correctional Center in Pontiac, Illinois, where he is serving a 45 year prison term, a, 40, a term of 45 years of anal abuse.
2: So he'll be out 60 years before his dad or 80 years before his dad and something like
3: that? Yeah, well, good behavior. He'll probably be out in 60 years. You know the justice system. They go weak on these criminals.
2: That's quite a family there. Colonel, thank you for uh, suggesting this topic. It was was very good, I thought. Didn't you, Brandy? Didn't Mm -hmm. you think it was of um, a yeah, it was well I just was on you know I, 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 actually I was doing
3: research on our other ones because every time you give us a subject I go to YouTube and oh I know you do extensive research extensive research and to be prepared I like to be prepared and professional yeah. uh-huh. unlike some of the other people in this room who, uh,
2: who we shall not name we, we shall not name uh, uh, Randy <clears> your <throat> final thoughts on the Chicago Rippers I am against anybody who steals titties You do not approve
1: of titty theft I don't Having some of my own I like to keep a hold of them Now I wonder
3: if you was in like Thailand Where where they're really harsh on crime Like Kuwait or Saudi Arabia Uh What would you lose for stealing a titty? Probably your dick
2: I don't
3: know. I mean, would they cut off your hand? Would yeah. they cut off your pecker? Would they right. cut off your
2: nose? They'd probably slit your throat. Probably make it. You because would, if yeah, you are yeah. a man, it wouldn't, wouldn't be fair to cut off your titty. Well, but you know, I don't know. You'd be a eunuch. Well, who knows? But you know, in a lot of societies, women are not as valued
3: as you much know as what I the value. Kind of, I uh, value
2: women myself. Uh-huh. Now, the, I, in, in the Colonel, I'm looking into 3D prints. Val- I put value on every woman that I
3: <laughs> You do, Tim. Well, actually, every woman to meet you puts the value <laughs> well, on any yeah, transaction. Yeah. But uh, the colonel looking into a 3D printer right now, was we talking about it, colonel justice, um, to make a penis guillotine.
1: Oh, penis guillotine.
3: Yep. Rapists, they just get the penis guillotine.
1: Yeah. Here's the thing with that, though. You know they have these things that um, you can cut the ends off cigars with? Mm-hmm. Isn't that basically a penis guillotine? No,
3: because you you, you got to use it. your hand to press on it. Nobody wants to get the hand that close to somebody else's Tally Wacker. But I, I think
2: you would need something a little bit with a little bit more. You need. It's no
3: fun if the penis don't fall would out into really, a basket. Would you really need something? Well, you could put it in a basket. Just have a little basket no, sitting because there. No, because you all, got one hand using it. I mean, it ain't. Why
2: well, you got to take all the fun out of everything? That I'm was, just asking. I got a Pekka guillotine. I'm just asking. There is already you, one. They're, they're probably selling hustler. I would imagine, and a testicle swaddle. <laughs> Are <laughs> those cold underwear? <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
1: I'm not. X I don't, know. <laughs> <No>. I don't <laughs> you know. I didn't say testicle breaker,
3: devil. <laughs> didn't you we have, already got one of those on the podcast crew? Yeah. <laughs>
2: So uh, Brandy any final thoughts on the Chicago Rippers? Again, I don't like people going around stealing boobs. Uh Colonel, against it. Colonel, any final thoughts on the Chicago Rippers or the Ripper crew as they are also Brandy?
3: Uh no, I'm just glad they all got some kind of justice And uh I, Man, I, man I, this fa- his
2: family really I mean, karma didn't come back and bite bite his family, in the ass. His family
3: got got a damn near worse than my family did. And I didn't even I ain't even done shit wrong you in guys, this life. one breast. Yes, damn. I haven't stole a single titty. I have not touched that. I did not touch that woman's titty. I did not steal that woman's titty. Brandy, where can people find us? Why you always ask Brandy and never me? Brandy, where can people find us? Uh, I'll tell you where people can find us. People can find us you don't know. on the Twitter at History Dweebs 1. Right. They can find us at two different pages on Facebook. What What are they? Well, you got History Dweebs that's where we post most of our st- but stuff. But then the more interactive place is the History Dweebs podcast page, where you will find just a huge buffet of crazy, of crazy and interesting people. There's there's one normal person on there. Um, thank and, you, thank you, Colonel. Uh, no, I'm talking about Lady Beverly. Oh. She puts really? up with us.
2: You think? Um,
3: nah, she's not crazy. I mean, she's crazy in hell, but. I, you know, you but her anyway, because
2: it's her birthday. Nah, she's a sweetie. It lady. was yesterday, actually,
3: and uh, and she got a good-looking dog. And but anyway, she's going to hook me um, up with Kate Middleton. And yeah. sometimes, sometimes you get to listen to uh, you get to get to read Brittany Chacon and Chris fight right on the page. You get to see them. They're probably sitting next to each other. They are. <laughs> put I put it.
2: I they put in it right out there on front street.
3: I've seen I've seen them. Be. I've been talking to them. While they were sitting next to each other and got messages from both of them at the same time, and they're talking to each other, they're a they're hysterical couple. They're just, they are. They down. are
2: a fun couple. They're yeah, a lovely couple. And Kim Taylor and her husband, and um, Celine and her husband. And, uh, nice couples that's on our page. So join us on History to Reads the podcast because uh,
3: no. We need to give a shout out. We got to give a shout out to the Insight page.
2: Um, we'll get to that in a future podcast.
3: But yeah, Insight. no, but they got
2: the page up right now, yes,
3: yes. and I posted the first official post on the page. Okay,
2: great. Check out Insight. It's
3: Insight the, on it's Facebook a new
2: podcast. It's where Timmy cheating on the devil and me. I am not. I can I be on more than one podcast. podcast. I, I feel dirty. I don't understand why well, I cannot be on more than one podcast. What the you know? It's is like you here?
3: come home smelling reeking of another woman's vagina. perfume, to oh, a vagina. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's hurtful. It is hurtful. It's hurtful. I'm I sorry. guess we're just not good enough for you,
2: devil. I no, I'm just, uh, just serious, I serious. Mean,
3: you know parents. what was ni- you know what was so nice about this though, the whole thing? was when he came back talking about how smart Charlie and Allie were and, and how very, professional and very they were bright, and the how very they were bright, like
2: ladies we were, you know like, what i mean like, like, we're like we were like we were some homeless there, motherfuckers
3: who pulled right off the street off the to do a polka yeah. Oh, they were so they were so professional they know how to do this stuff they got they were so prepared Allie Ali's so nice Charlie Blah, 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 blah. Now, Ali, I like you because you're on Team Colonel, so I ain't going to say nothing about you. She is not. She you're said
2: over and over again that she's not taking sides.
3: Allie has, go back and read the damn post. You don't even read the page. Ali on Team Colonel because she deranged, but. You have Scott. I got
2: Ali. Ali deranged. Okay, so, so um, let's get out of here. We'll see you all next time on History Dweeb. Good day, listeners. Bye.
4: Bye-bye.